The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, which is the largest live internet radio network in the world. My show is on the Health and Wellness channel, and you can check out all of my past episodes on my radio show page on the right-hand side. We've had amazing episodes. Uh, We've talked a lot about health and wellness, taking a natural approach, uh, spirituality, as well as uh, freedom topics. Uh, Today's episode is all about twin flames, and I have the title here, which I find to be very fascinating that 90% of twin flames have money block issues. My special guest is Vanita Kumar, and she's a twin flame teacher. Uh, I'm very passionate about spirituality and and twin flames because of my own uh, spiritual journey. And I've been doing some research on the internet uh, recently, and I was trying to find a twin flame uh, teacher that knows a lot about money blocks. And I was so impressed with Vanita because I found her blog article. It was so in-depth, and I haven't really read any other articles that uh, from Twin Flame teachers that go in as much depth as Vanita, and she's amazing. You can tell she's definitely an expert, and I'm, I'm excited to have her here. Uh, so today we will we'll be talking about a lot. We will be talking about who are Twin Flames, is everyone a twin flame? Who is Vanita Kumar and what does she specialize in? What are some of the blocks keeping twin flame couples apart? How does money blocks affect twin flames and their soul journey? And I mentioned earlier, 90% of twin flames have money block issues. When healing your blocks, does it guarantee your physical union and relationship with your twin flame? And we will talk about more as well. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And your business will get a lot of exposure on the network if you become a sponsor because we reach a lot of people on the network. And my show has been on the network now almost four years. And if you could please give the show a Five stars on iTunes would really appreciate it. And also, I have a Facebook group if you'd like to join, which is Donate to Palestine. I'm very passionate about uh, helping the Palestinians that are suffering. And you can learn more about their suffering in my Facebook group. So, uh, like I mentioned, I'm very passionate about spirituality and twin flames. And we are spiritual beings. And it's all about moving to a higher vibration, which we talked about last week on my show, uh, about ascension, uh, you know, uh, having our chakras balanced, uh, removing energy blocks, letting go of limiting beliefs and trauma, uh, becoming more aware. It's all about awareness, uh, loving ourselves, 
And if we have unbalanced chakras, if we have these energy blocks, if we have these limiting beliefs and trauma, can totally affect our health in a negative way. It can be difficult manifesting love and money when you have these energy blocks. And my background's in quantum biofeedback, which I've talked about on, on my show before, and there are many people that have money blocks. And my, my favorite approach is, as far as um, getting healthy and moving to this higher vibration, is meditation, uh, brainwave entrainment, sound healing, eating healthy, avoiding toxins, which will keep us in a lower vibration, staying away from smoking, taking nutritional supplements, uh, getting plenty of sleep at night, reducing stress. Uh, loving ourselves, you know, spoiling ourselves is important. So let me go over Benita Kumar's bio, and you can go to her wonderful website, which I really like. It is twinflameunion717.com. And when you go to that website, at the very bottom of her website, she has all of her social media links as well. If you want to follow her. So her name is Vanita Kumar. And she's also known as a twin flame union. Uh, She has been on a twin flame uh, journey since late 2017. And she lives in BC, Canada. And her journey expedited when she met her real twin flame in June 2018. After connecting with him, she went through a massive spiritual ascension and kundalini activation. Her light work as a twin flame teacher began six months after she met her twin flame. It seemed that she had a lot of answers for twin flames. As a twin flame teacher was born, and many around the world would agree, working one-on-one with various healers, for her own healing and getting trained to be a healer, a lot of her own spiritual gifts also emerged. And she was not born with any of this. And again, her website is twinflameunion717.com. It is an honor to have Anita Kumar on my radio show. Welcome. Thank you, Kristen. It is wonderful to be here, and uh, I am thankful that uh, you chose me for this wonderful topic. It it has been a topic for me uh, where I have actually covered extensively on this uh, with a series of blogs, and one of the blogs that you came across was the money uh, blogs with uh, Twin Flames, and then I talked about uh, another aspect of it is by tracking your expenses, charging for services, what I found is that um, many people in the spiritual community, they're afraid to charge for services, and there's many that actually refuse to pay for services. So they kind of go in hand in hand because there's a, a deeper trauma that lays underneath it, which we, which we will cover um, shortly down the road, um, and how this actually affects us in a bigger end. 
uh, in a more massive way. And then, of course, you know, it's, um, uh, I also have some blogs that talk about un- unconditional love. And even in there, I put a segment on money. We'll go over that as well. And then Mastering the Art of Self-Love. That's another blog where I actually mentioned it. And then, you know, just, uh, just on the day-to-day, uh, how this actually affects us. And, um, you know, we, as spiritual beings, we are meant to have an abundant life in all aspects. And money, unfortunately, is one of the biggest uh, driving factor to have that abundant life. There is no such thing as meditating under the tree and hoping that your day-to-day expenses will be covered. You need actually money to have a very comfortable life and to, to be able to do things what, with money. So, so I feel that money is very, very important in, in every way. It's a survival, a survival instinct for, for everyone. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to actually cover this topic. Yes, and I'm just really impressed with you and all of your information on the Internet because I don't know of anyone else that's going as deep as you as far as covering um, the topics of uh, money and and, uh, twin flames. And uh, before we talk about twin flames, especially for some of my listeners maybe that don't know what are twin flames, uh, would you say that 90% of twin flames have money block issues? I found that to be really fascinating when I read that. Yes, it is, because I've been dealing with the collectives. When I say collectives, that's the twin flames in the twin flame community. I found that uh, it's, it's actually a pattern, and I noticed that even in my own healing, and that's how I managed to write these articles and teach and uh, be able to help clear uh, people with their money blocks, because I have actually a guided meditation on YouTube on clearing money blocks, So, and people had some amazing results with even that. And that is because, you know, I've done so much healing and I've noticed the, the pattern and, yeah, just dealing with the collectives on a day-to-day basis, I, I just see that it's, uh, it's, it's one of the things that uh, always come up because, uh, let, let's face it, in the spiritual community or even if you're on a soul's journey, a lot of these um, healing that you have to do costs money and uh, many would love to uh, be healed and uh, have a better life, uh, but unfortunately, they just don't have uh, enough money uh, that they can actually invest in. So, so that's why it led me to cover it so much. Where I actually even teach people how to manifest money at the best, and these are all some of the law of attraction tactics. You know that uh, are there's many in YouTube, and uh, some of it are very simple enough to actually even follow. So, uh, so yeah, I just teach even in that aspect for people to bring uh, money and uh, let's face it you know there is no such thing as the sky opening up and you get a big pot of gold I mean that's just wishful thinking so uh, so how do you manifest money and how do you lift that vibration up how do you build a relationship with the money so that money can flow easily and effortlessly to you so those are some of the things that I try to teach the collective and uh, yeah it's been it's been good for me because I also, um, as I'm teaching, I'm also healing my uh, roadblocks on that as well. Right, and uh, I'm glad we're covering this topic because when you have money issues and you have this financial stress, it does affect health in a negative way. Absolutely. You know, just, you know Absolutely. just having that stress every single day and worrying about paying bills and can you pay your rent on time? Are you going to be evicted? It just goes on and on. So these money blocks have mm-hmm. to be removed. Uh, yes. So uh, and so, I I, I, I want to say that money blocks actually comes in different different ways. It's not just 
uh, on your soul, it, it, you know, it's not just for people that are on a soul's journey because how many times have people gone to a store and they've seen uh, an item that they liked, a, a grocery item that they liked, but they looked at the price and then it's too expensive and they put it down. So those are some of the money blocks because you shouldn't, uh, you, you know, you covered that uh, earlier that uh, it, it affects their health. So if you are paying a, a little bit pricier dollar for a good food, how how is that um, being abundant, right? Uh, so if you if you are looking for bargains and uh, you know cheaper food, mac and cheese type of food, or something a little bit more like you know uh, ramen noodles, you, you can be living off that. You need something more nutritious, and of course, you know nutritious things. Uh, higher quality of food also costs money, and sometimes people just don't want to buy something that is that pricey. So, yeah, it does affect on a day-to-day basis in many ways. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so uh, for some of my listeners that don't know what twin flames are, who are twin flames? This is an interesting question because uh, not many uh, people around uh, are actually twin flames. And the reason for being is that... um, it's actually a soul's journey before incarnation on a soul level. Um, uh, the soul chose to live that experience in this lifetime. And then uh, the, uh, the, pers- the soul's twin flame, the other uh, counterpart, the other half, um, decided to assist in this experience. There has been um, uh, people that have said that everybody's a twin flame and we don't know if that is the case or not, but uh, realistically what I have found in, in my work is that not everybody chose to live this experience, this soul experience, or uh, you could even call it a soul contract where they actually wanted to experience this lifetime's uh, soul's journey as an experience to be a twin flame. So, uh, so yeah, I, I want to say that uh, it's... Um, it, it is an important journey to be in because uh, the being a twin flame also means to have a uh, massive um, fast track ascension process. It's the quickest way to get into an ascension process. Um, and usually the pattern is that not everybody know that uh, they are born twin flames. It's only down the road a certain time when the higher self will reveal that you are a twin flame it usually happens when you get your spiritual awakening and then your twin flame comes in the picture and gives you that awakening. So, so those are part of the soul contract. And the, the main thing that all twin flames have to do is to also balance their karma that they brought from previous lifetimes. Because uh, this is the interesting part about twin flames because it's a soul connection, it's a soul journey, your counterpart and your, yourself You've had many, many lifetimes uh, with your twin flame, and uh, and in this lifetime, you, you, you there is different variations of it too. Where some are some twin flames are in embodiment, and um, when I said that, it's the other counterpart, or uh, both of them actually are in embodiment, where they both are incarnated here, and they meet at some point, and that's when their journey begins. Okay, and would would you say that? Twin flames are old souls? Yes, absolutely, because when you actually dig into your past lives, lives, you will actually see lots of um, 
a lot, lots of patterns of um, how many lifetimes you've incarnated. And, of course, uh, see, on a soul level, you don't know everything because you, your soul will only show you what you are meant to see and to heal. Uh, there is no such thing as knowing you were a princess last, uh, last lifetime or a king or a queen unless there is a reason behind why your soul is asking you to, to, to know that information or to heal it. It's usually about healing. There's uh, some sort of trauma or a karma that you've brought into this lifetime from that life and you need to heal, uh, you need to heal and clear it. So, so yeah, uh, you could say absolutely uh, that twin flames are old, old souls that have lived many, many lifetimes and not all lifetimes they've lived uh, with their beloved, meaning their other twin flame. There's been other times when they've actually incarnated alone as well. Okay, and then what about soulmates? Do you think that they exist? Soulmates, I'm not, I'm not a very um, uh, good expert to talk about that, but I do okay. know that soulmates also... See, soulmates are a little bit different because there is... Um, uh, there are the soul groups, and your soulmates could be anybody. It could be your, your, your friend, you could be a family member, it could be a lover... It could be any of these uh, people you aren't. So, so they come from a soul group, and uh, I know that they also have assisted in the soul's journey process. So there are previous lifetimes that uh, even on a soul, uh, like anybody that has soulmates, they've actually incarnated with them too. And even in this lifetime, they, you will have multiple soulmates that will help you assist in your journey. So, uh, uh, like in my healing, I, I noticed a perfect example would be my um, my dad and my mom's mom. You know, they were my soulmates. So, so the, once they passed on, I realized that they were from my soul group and they helped me um, in this journey uh, as, as I got my awakening. And before that, of course, I had no idea that uh, they were from my soul tribe. So, so, yeah, I would want to say that uh, it, it's not as in-depth as Twin Flames, but there are some depth to even that connection, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fascinating. And let's say that there's a Twin Flame that maybe had a, a, a terrible childhood, but they don't remember everything. Do you think later on, once they ascend and they're with their Twin Flame, that they might get revelation of what exactly happened in their childhood Absolutely. if they don't know it already? Absolutely. Now, this is going to be, if you can just follow this, I'm going to actually go on into a little diagram here. Uh, you can create it in your mind if you want, and I'll actually break it down because you are right. It, those kind of things do bleed uh, down the road where, you, you know, your inner child experiences and traumas will actually resurrect because the whole idea of being on a twin flame is that your divine counterpart will actually uh, trigger those uh, deeper wounds, and it goes both ways. It's not just for um, you know the divine feminines, uh, which is majority of the time the stereo twin, or the divine masculine, the runner. It's not usually just one sided. It's usually both sided because you just don't know what what is laying deep down underneath that needs to be healed, right? So, um, the ten percent of a um, aware, uh, uh, like I, I actually just did it in a diagram form here, where ten percent. Of, um, of what is happening that is governing our mind is usually uh, on a conscious level. So 10% is the conscious level, 70% is on a subconscious level, and then 20% on an unconscious level. So I'm going to break this down how this actually affects. 
So 10% is when you are... Uh, ten, when you are 10% conscious when it comes to your money issues, you are basically being frugal when you're trying to spend money. So you're always constantly worried about money. You don't know where money is coming. You're living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. And so, so these are all the, the normal conditioning that most people will go through. They're worried about how they're going to fulfill their rent and so forth. And now... 70% part where the subconscious is, is where the limited beliefs are. You must have heard this time after time, even growing up, this famous saying, money is the root cause of all problems. I'm pretty sure you've heard this. Yes, I think have most people have. <laughs> yes, most people have. <laughs> right? It, it is, yes. yeah. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty interesting that how this has been a subconscious conditioning from childhood, and I break that down as well because, um, you know, while we are growing up as children, we, you know, uh, either our parents or grandparents are teaching us that money, and it's not for everybody, but a lot of, you know, it depends on who, who is here uh, in, in which scenario. I've got a few scenarios here where they say that money is, or it's being taught to us that money makes you unhappy. And it comes from their family lineage down because they've seen uh, it's been taught to them and then now they're teaching us that. And, and, you know, who knows? I'm pretty sure that even parents today are teaching their children that, right? We don't know. Um, It it could be societal conditioning uh, as part of that. So because uh, you always see so much chaos over money around the world and uh, it's the whole Part where everybody's thinking that when you associate anything, any kind of tragic or any kind of, uh, you know, bad things that are happening to the world is because of money, because everybody's chasing that. And, uh, and in the process, you know, there's people that are being um, hurt, right? So, so this is one of the conditioning that is on a subconscious level. And then, of course, the inner child uh, as growing up, um, some, some ch- children naturally just saw so much poverty, and uh, the Oprah Winfrey is one of the classic examples where she talks about it very openly, uh, about how she uh, she had um, you know such a poor childhood. And I'm I'm not just saying that n- nobody else did, but it, it just goes to show that um, you know once you overcome all of those things, there is uh, then your your life can be abundant. And uh, you know it, it also comes from the fact of not having enough. And this goes back to the self-love part. So we'll cover that much later. And then I want to say 20% that I left out here is the unconscious part. Okay. And and Benita, if we could go to a quick break, when we come back, we'll talk about that, the other 20% more in detail. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, listeners, we're going to a quick break here. And my special guest is Benita Kumar and today, Today's episode is 90% of twin flames have money blocks. Uh, Please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. 
Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice of America Health and Wellness. On Anti-Aging Unraveled, host Dr. Lori Gerber features guests related to the field of integrative medicine and more specifically what she calls deconstructed medicine. Many symptoms that we think of as common and related to the aging process don't have to be issues if you think outside the common treatment processes. You'll learn that integrative medical technology, new innovations, and natural health can combine to help you age gracefully. Anti-Aging Unraveled. Listen Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, Back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel. Today's episode is 90% of twin flames have money block issues. My special guest is Vanita Kumar. She's a twin flame uh, teacher. And I just want to mention, I mean, there's different... Uh, Uh, money issues like maybe one person will spend way too much they just spend excessively uh, or another person doesn't balance their budget but today's episode is more for me is about people that have these energetic blocks you know they have trauma they have these unbalanced uh, chakras they have these limiting beliefs and they're not going to manifest money they have to heal themselves and so even if you have a business and you have the best coach in the world, you're spending all this money to have this coach help you, and you're working hard every day to make your business successful, if you have these money blocks, you're not going to manifest money. Your business is not going to be a success. So I feel like the first step is you have to heal yourself. So I'm excited to have uh, Vanita here. So uh, before the break, we were talking. She was talking about the twenty percent unconscious. You want to continue your conversation here? Yes. So uh, thank you, Kristen. So twenty percent of the unconscious. Now this is going to be the tricky one that nobody else knows, and this is this is why soul healing. Your earlier couple of sentences actually is the key because it actually goes there, and that is the. Um, the karma, you, as an old soul that had past lives, if you had um, 
money blocks, chances are that the patterns actually started from there, and that is the karma, the trauma. Karma is usually good and bad deeds. So uh, if it's something that is bleeding into your current reality, uh, usually it's a trauma attached to that. And in my own healing, I had seen this massively where in some lifetimes, and I, 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 I killed people for money. <laughs> and that was very, um, very hard to see, and you had to heal that aspect. And there were other times when people killed me for money. So, uh, and the, that became a pattern. I saw that in multiple lives where I was a different, different person, and here I was, um, you know, still dealing with money. So, so there is a deeper trauma that's attached to it. And, of course, um, last not the least, uh, you also have... Uh, many oaths and vows that you've taken. And uh, I, I've seen that in my own healing where I made uh, vows that I will never be rich again. And then, then I overwrote that the next lifetime, I made vows that I would never be poor again. And it just kind of kept going every pattern. So uh, so I want to say that that's such an important aspect that people don't understand why it's such a deep, um, issue because it's on our unconscious level. You don't know what you don't know until you actually know it and heal it. So this is where diving into your spiritual healing, uh, where you healers will take you into your past lives and then you see the pattern and then you heal it, incorporate it, understand it, apply forgiveness and all that sort of thing. It actually helps uh, in your uh, in your. Um, part of the abundance that you're trying to invite. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you say, because you talked about the limiting beliefs earlier, but uh, people, especially the twin flames, uh, if they have these money blocks, would you say that that would be more associated with the heart chakra as far as an unbalanced heart chakra or the first chakra would be unbalanced? Yeah. Yes, I talk about it as... Um, as the heart chakra, uh, because um, how that that associates with the heart chakra, it, it, money is all about. Uh, it's a form of self love, and when you love, let's face it, you know, if you love yourself enough, you would want to bring abundance in your life in every aspect, and money is a part of that abundance. So uh, the way that I looked at it is, um, it's uh, most money colors like the notes are in green and that is associated with the heart chakra because uh, you know the the heart chakra is that green color and uh, it actually is uh, derived from a latin word curere i hope i'm pronouncing this uh, correct where it means a run or flow and this is why money is also known known as currency so which means that it needs to be in constant flow so if if, if people are and you brought this up earlier, where they don't want to spend money because they are afraid to spend the money, they're hoarding it, that's also part of money block because you're now uh, just holding on to money, but you don't want to, uh, you're being frugal, you don't want to spend the money, and you don't want to have that lifestyle that you you desire, so, so it's kind of part of it, and yeah, I want to say that that's very, very important that uh, you actually heal your your heart chakra. And in our spiritual healing, what I found, even with myself, our heart chakra is the last chakra that uh, actually 
is healed because over the years of many lifetimes that we've lived, we've armored it very, very well. It's the hardest one to heal. It is. And would you say that many people have heart chakra imbalances or that they're closed? Absolutely. Absolutely, because it, uh, it controls a lot of, um, and this is why you see it in relationships. People are unhappy with the, with the matters of relationships, and not just romantic, but think about it this way, Kristen. How many times have you gone around listening to your friends and family where they actually have relationship issues with their siblings and with their parents and their aunts and their uncle and I mean, the list goes on and on, even friends, right? So, so that is the, uh, the issue with the heart chakra where it's all armored up, blocked up. You manifest, um, you know, uh, conflicts uh, within relationships with everybody. And, and even actually at work, too, where you're actually having conflicts with your co- coworkers or your, or your workmates, right? So I want to say that it's one of the biggest ones and the hardest ones to heal uh, is the heart chakra. Yep, I agree with you completely, and I would say that um, people that have PTSD can have a heart chakra imbalance, can actually have the heart chakra closed, and uh, I know this for a fact just because um, in my past I went through uh, PTSD, and so I I just, these chakra imbalances are so common, Um, you know, having, uh, you know, trauma and other reasons can affect the chakras, and so, Absolutely. Uh, I get. And so, uh, basically, uh, what I'd like to do now before we go on and talk more about uh, these money blocks is, would, would you be able to talk more about uh, your background, what you specialize in, and even some of these uh, spiritual gifts that that emerge, which I think is awesome. Yes, uh, when you are on a spiritual journey, especially with twin flames, uh, one thing is common is that uh, we we all have spiritual gifts. And as you heal, if you when you start going into your healing uh, and deeper healing, that's when you uh, uh, you find that some of the barriers are, you know, brought down, and some of your spiritual gifts actually uh, emerge. And some of them could be from your past lives as well. So, so in my case, yes, uh, I uh, I became a twin flame teacher, and then I I learned that I was actually good with energy. So. I, I took on some Reiki um, courses, and then I'm currently taking my shamanism course uh, to be a shaman. And, uh, nice. yeah, little things got revealed to me. And uh, I also specialize in past life regression and Akashic, so uh, where nice. I take uh, clients back uh, into their past lives, and uh, they're able to see, um, you know, wh- where the root cause of the problems are or some of the traumas that lay and uh, last not the least, uh, I want to say that I'm also a inner child healer, and I've seen one of my best uh, healing um, abilities that I have where I, uh, I take the person to their childhood and they meet their, uh, the mini version of them. And the things that come up, I tell you, they, some of them, they're unknown, and some of them, of course, they were known, but it gives them more insight on why it actually happened, uh, some of the traumas that uh, they've, they've lived with for, for pretty much all their life. So, yeah, it's very, very powerful to, to get healed in areas like this. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, so fascinating. And uh, so 
with the Akashic records that you had brought up. So when the twin planes are together and they're ascending, and then you have that Kundalini experience, which I mentioned earlier, which oh, I would like, I would love to learn more about your experience there. But once you go through that activation, then you can tap into the Akashic records. Is that correct? Uh, not necessarily. If that was the case, then everybody else would be able to as well. Uh, you, okay. you you get some ray collection uh, intuitively that, or some through. Uh, sometimes you know you uh, you get them through your dreams as well, where you'll be shown bits and pieces about something, but you still have to go on with a healer so that the healer can take you back into your past life, into your Akashic records, okay. and shows you little bit more in depth, in depth uh, so that you are able to heal because, uh, as I said before, there's no such thing as you knowing that you're a king or a queen or a princess or a prince in past life unless it's got some bearing in this lifetime. So what karma did you bring from that lifetime that's bleeding into your relationships, your money matters, your health, you know, your overall, overall well-being. So, uh, so, yeah, it's very important to actually... Uh, Get um, get a proper healing that way. Mm-hmm. And then this Kundalini experience. Would you be able this activation? Would you be able to talk like more about like what it is and and even what you experienced? And if you don't want to bring up your <laughs> what you experienced, that's fine. But just more about the Kundalini activation. Yeah, the Kundalini is basically the way that I understand it, and of course there's more things, more knowledge on it in depth, but how I understand it is, it's based off your chakra system, so um, the, the, the seven main chakras that it's based off, and then of course there's 12 chakras, and then some say it's 16, so it depends on where, which article you read. I have an article on 12 chakras, so, so I, you know, I, I work off the 12 myself. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, it's uh, it's just basically spiritual downloads and activating all your chakras. Um, and uh, nice. when all of that is activated, you actually start receiving lots of downloads. At least that's the way I understand it. And you're able to um, heal the chakras, and then you're able to um, uh, have a little bit better energy flow between that. And it's a maintenance uh, thing as well because. A lot of times people think that you balance your chakra once and it should be enough, but, uh, you know, you, you're dealing with one trauma or, or you do one finding, then you, your chakras can be off balance really quickly. So it's important to actually continue maintaining the chakras. So, and Kundalini is somewhat like that. It is just an energy uh, surge that starts from... Uh, from your um, root chakra, and it just kind of moves way, your way up. And this is why uh, it's uh, it's very common for some of the experts to say is to move that energy up into your crown chakra, so that you are able to manifest um, whatever that you are desiring. So, so these are you know a nutshell of what a Kundalini is. It's it's just mainly downloads and the chakras. Uh huh. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm enjoying this uh, conversation with Vanita Kumar, and today's episode is 90% of Twin Flames have, have money block issues. We have one more quick break just for a couple minutes, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about Twin Flames and money blocks. Stay tuned. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hi there, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel. Today's episode is 90% of twin flames have money block issues with my special guest, Vanita Kumar, and she's a twin flame teacher. And um, I just wanted to mention this, and I usually bring this up on my show like later on. Um, I'm a health and wellness speaker at kristenharperspeaks.com. You can go there to my speaking website, and then also my other website is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I offer hair analysis, quantum biofeedback, nest health, and brainwave entrainment, and my approach is all about getting healthy, taking a natural approach. And so we've been talking about the twin flames and money blocks, and one question I have for you, Anita, is, uh, you know, like, when you finally manifest your twin flame, I feel like you're moving towards like a higher vibration. So your vibration is getting higher and then you manifest your twin flame. And then the twin flames that still have the money blocks, uh, when does the abundance come in as far as money? Because let's say that you just, maybe a few months ago, you met your twin flame, you finally manifested your twin flame and you're communicating, but you're not in physical union, like you're not together physically yet. How soon, if they if they both have money blocks, would they start manifesting money do they have to be together for a while or how like how long would it take once your twin flame is once you're communicating with your twin flame this is an excellent 
question because this is something that I constantly teach. And I, I want to say that uh, a lot of Divine Feminines, the stair twins, feels that they are doing all the spiritual work and their uh, Divine Masculine, the runner twin, is not doing any spiritual work. This is where it gets very, very interesting. See, everything comes into a balance, and that's the whole point of being on a soul journey, and this is one of my favorite topics where I constantly drive it home to the twin flames, that twin flame divine feminines work on the spiritual aspect, a little bit of the money manifestation, but the divine masculine doesn't work too much onto the spiritual aspect of the journey, but... 100% 100% on the financial aspect. They are always wow. building their empire. This is where it gets. And in fact, I'm going to go a little bit personal here where I had a couple of weeks ago, I had my own Twin Flame reading uh, by a reader. He, he didn't know that I was a Twin Flame, but he just ended up picking up from my Divine Masculine's um, you know, energy. And my Twin Flame is buried since our separation for the last three years. In work, multiplying money like there's nobody's business, and and I've seen that pattern uh, with uh, with a lot of other connections uh, because I've been dealing with twin flames for for so long. So e- even though I have been healing my money blocks, and money comes, uh, you know, it flows. It doesn't flow as as I would like it to be because of the blocks that I've had. But because I'm healing, it has a knockoff effect on my twin flame who's thriving on the other hand. So, so it's a, it, that's where the alliance comes. This is where the partnership comes. So you cannot, if you are a divine feminine, for those that are listening and you're constantly manifesting your money, you're healing, you're doing your work, just know that if you don't see the money, do not worry about it because your counterpart is. Wow, that's so fascinating. I've never heard that before. It is. <laughs> and it comes up all the time, even because I'm a personal um, reader as well, so it always comes up in my reading. The energy is so strong where they are focused on their career, their businesses, and they're too busy making the coins. It doesn't matter uh, whether in physical reality they want to have anything to do with their beloved, their twin flame. It doesn't matter. In physical reality, in the real sense, they're out there making the point. Because you've you got to realize it from that perspective. Men were always, and, and I'm talking about men as the divine masculine energy, not necessarily gender, but, you know, a majority of their divine masculines are male. It is their primal instinct to provide for their family. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, it's still here in 2021. It hasn't gone away. They are still the mm-hmm. providers. They still feel that they're the providers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, so uh, what are some of the blocks keeping twin flame couples apart? Anything else that you would want to elaborate on? Yes. Um, 
we already talked about past life blocks, and that yes. is associated with karma. So it could be any uh, any kind of scenarios that you see. I want to also say cultural blocks is one of them. In fact, this is one of the blocks that I'm actually working on, and I don't want to go too in depth with it. Otherwise, this will be another show with Kristen. But uh, I just brought up some here that uh, yeah, uh, the, the cultural blocks could be the religious aspect, the cultural, because uh, many transplants are in different trans- uh, cultures and they're merging the two cultures and the religions together. It could be as uh, karmic blocks where um, the uh, one of one twin flame or both from the two are actually in karmic relationship, meaning they are in relationship with somebody else, and the block is there, and how do they get out of that in order for them to be together. Another thing is children blocks where um, the couple wants to have children, but this blocks. Uh, stemming from there, and uh, it's one of the things that I specialize in as well because I'm probably the only uh, twin flame teacher that I know of that talks about children, uh, twin flame children, and majority of the divine feminines that I deal with, they are already in their 40s, in their late 40s, and their biggest fear, and this is this goes to show that, you know, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, um, they, they have... Uh, problems, uh, thinking that their biological clock is ticking and whatever have you, so they're worried about that aspect. But what I've actually seen in the connection is that uh, one or both twin flames are actually financially well off enough to be able to take it into a different level where when time comes they can go through uh, fertility um, and uh, whatever associates with that. In the later stages, those are some of the things that uh, are very common to have a way to have children, so so they are actually financially set to be able to do that. So so it it does come up a lot, uh, children blocks, and then another one that I want to say is geographical block, where one person is on the other end of the globe and the other one is there, and then you have all this distance, and you're trying to, and, and you have that as a block because none can leave where they are. Um, uh, they cannot leave their place to be on the, on the other side to be with their twin flame. So, so these are some of the blocks that um, are very common that I notice, among with mm-hmm. others. But people have to read my article on that one when it uh, gets published. I'm actually writing on that in depth. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. And uh, and I'm just curious. I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, like uh, women in their 40s, I'm sure that some women can still probably have children, though, like like a a natural pregnancy, would you say? And the only reason I say yes. that is I, I know some people, even a, a physician I know, she's, I think, in her 40s, and she had a, a baby with no issue. But uh, have you worked yes. with any uh, that, females that... Yes. Yeah, have For you sure, worked with any females? Because... Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, say again, what was uh, your, uh, uh, yeah, your question yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, just would you, would you say that... Uh, some of the clients that you've worked with that are females are still able to have children, like a natural pregnancy? Yes. With, with no intervention? Uh, yes. Uh, it all depends on where they are and what stage of their life. Some, uh, some are still healthy to be able to have children. And, uh, and and there's some others that uh, that are not able to due to their medical issues. Some, uh, you know, it's, it's different different stages for every woman, but uh, but they're still able to produce um, 
uh, healthy eggs or whatever have you, and they can actually do in vitro. And in vitro is still expensive in most countries, you know, or they can even do um, surrogacy, that kind of stuff, right? So uh, the money is there. That's not an issue, but it's the uh, the timing part. So, uh, but there's uh, again, you know, as twin flames, we are also changing the old paradigms. Uh, back in the days, or even still now, it's still a conditioning again with medical science. As soon as a woman hits 35, uh, they start freaking out, uh, the doctors, uh, the medical team, that your clock is ticking and you need to have babies right away. And, and I believe that that's actually an old paradigm. Since we are moving into the newer paradigm, uh, there is more women that are able to bring healthy, healthy children, no problem. In fact, I know somebody, she's not a transplant, but... About two years ago, she birthed naturally her um, her child at age 47, and after one year of mat leave, came back to work. I looked at her, and she looked healthy as ever. You would never know that she had three children, and she had a uh, one by one after the other, kind of not too many get age gaps in between. Uh, she she actually got married late in her life, so so yeah, anything is possible. I I, I don't believe that at all that uh, you're supposed to start worrying about. Um, but again, it's one of the fears that twin flames have yes. to also heal on is uh, the, the conditioning, the societal conditioning. That's, that it's true. I, 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 just, I think that they should just focus on healing and how patience and whatever is meant to be will happen. And Absolutely. Um, so we, we have a few minutes left, and um, I hate to uh, rush you, but I have a couple questions. I don't know if you can just kind of... Uh, answer them quickly, and then if you have any other comments for my listeners and it, um, anything you want to share as far as your website and your coaching packages, but uh, um, are the twin flame age gaps real? I mean, is it very common to have like these huge age gaps where it's like 14 years, 15 years, 20 years? And then my other question is, uh, when healing your blocks, does it guarantee your physical union with your twin flame? Okay, so I will go for the first question here. So that is very, very common. In fact, it's not very often, but I've actually even come across a, um, a couple that actually, um, uh, the, they were ch- children, and uh, one twin flame died, and he actually reincarnated as somebody else. So there's a huge age gap there. And uh, this particular twin flame thought she was losing her marbles, but it's, it's not the case. She totally felt the connection. So, so yeah, it depends on the, uh, the work of the higher self. So age gaps are common as well as not common. So it's just like any other relationship. Uh, that's, uh, that's not a pattern. Okay. Uh, and the second question, uh, I want to say that um, uh, when twin flames are basically trying to heal, they're trying to heal because they hear it in the community that heal, 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 so that you're moving into your next vibrational frequency and it, it, you, you'll be able to heal your twin flame. You can be with your twin flame. Now, this all becomes uh, based off our ego desire. And the number one thing that all twin flames have to understand is that when it comes to your higher self, um, your, uh, your soul is craving not to be with your twin flame. That's the byproduct of your ascension journey and your soul journey, but it is to become in oneness to yourself, to become the most authentic version of who you are always meant to become. 
So that is the number one uh, priority for your soul, your higher self. Okay. And it doesn't That's care beautiful. that you want to be with your twin flame and you're healing, you're doing all these healings and all that sort of thing to be with your twin flame because now it's based on ego desires. Exactly. And so we're at the end of my show. Uh, would you like to just share your website, anything else about your coaching with my listeners before you go? Uh, no, I, uh, I'm pretty good. You've actually already done that. So um, they can always just look through my website, twinflameunion717.com, and you can always join my private space book group to get, gain more support, and uh, all that link is in my website. And then you had a little question there that I want to also uh, answer before I go, and uh, that was about uh, physical union after healing. Would that be guaranteed? There is no guarantee in anything because that's the work of the higher self. You don't know anything you don't know. You just have to focus. Key thing is to focus on your healing, to focus on yourself. Everything else will unfold. Sounds good. And I, I really enjoyed uh, speaking with you. Yeah, you're amazing. I really enjoy talking to old souls and individuals that are just at this higher vibration that have these spiritual gifts. So it's definitely an honor. And thank you for helping people. Take care. Thank you so much for having me in the show. It was a pleasure meeting you, and uh, we'll continue to uh, collaborate in the future. Sounds good. And wishing everyone a healthy and happy week. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.